0: Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together.
1: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Roundtable, episode number fifty-six. I am Mike Hill, lead pastor here at Life Church, and we have our... I'm
0: Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church.
1: And we have our special guest. Again, the the evolution of the Roundtable has been Jenny lining up guests, and we just got done talking about this kind of how God works. You know this whole thing out because she has our guests set up for can they see you if i put this up yeah. this far okay. yeah you're good so they have the guests lined out for a long time September. it always seems to line right up with what we're doing so i'm excited because uh i've gotten to know todd from a personal level todd little from a personal level lately i knew him from a praying for him level mm. for a lot of years That's because neat. scott his brother yeah you, worked for me for lots of years and so, so we, you actually prayed for me oh yeah so wow. there were, i didn't know that yeah so there were so when scott and i used to get together every friday and so we'd talk about business right like he was working for me at the veal farm yep. what do we need to get to do but Been the rest out there of many it, many
2: times the rest of
1: it was here's what we need to pray for and there were many times where we just sat down and said you know, started off with, and I told Thaddeus this, we used to pray for Thaddeus, Thaddeus a lot. That
2: was his main mm-hmm. character for yeah, so, prayer. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> we prayed for Thaddeus a lot, and then he would, yeah, he would bring you up and we'd pray for you. And so I would kind of know, you know, some of your history just from the standpoint of Scott would say, hey, my brother, you know, incredible guy, but kind of as... Lost his way see, folks, a little
2: bit. Prayer does work because yeah. I'm back in the fold <laughs> with a vengeance,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. So it's been exciting for me to see you come back. Exciting not to just come back, but on fire for Christ. And so I think the cool thing mm-hmm. is, is and we're talking about in Revelation this whole idea of spiritual warfare, demons and angels, and your story, like from the beginning to where we are today, is full of like this idea of the demonic, yep. the angelic. Going together, but at the end of it, you coming out as you know a man that's on fire and changing things. You know, from the way that you're approaching worship, from the way you're approaching people, and you know what God's doing in your life. So
2: I basically don't have a choice.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So why don't you? So again, just so we can jump right into why don't you help our viewers understand? a little bit of your story and not a little bit, just start telling your story. And then hopefully we can kind of jump yeah. in and talk through, because I think the story itself goes right into what we're talking yeah, about from the right. like demonic from, and angelic from childhood. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I, I mean, I my, ask mo- you the- my mom, I
2: mean, I don't see how she did it, but, uh, ra- <coughs> raising four kids on her own and then losing them to foster homes. I, in the end, the end result is that we're a loving family now, but I, I can't imagine my mother, what she went through to uh, lose four of her kids, you know. And then what the blessing was when she got us back, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, me and my brothers are very, very close. So we went through some some rough times. But
1: don't you think that's, the, again, back to the interesting part of how God works? I can remember Scott— yeah talking about this, you know, the, the idea of like what happened in your life that led to everybody getting taken away in foster care.
2: Yeah.
1: And then the incredible part of it is if you know the little family, like they're all close. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. you guys yeah. as brothers and yeah. as a family are yeah. closer yeah. than most people yes. right like you do so an amazing again back to the idea that there was well, that's, this division. I mean, but
2: that's you, all we had was each other and right. our mom grandma right when you, when know, you
1: guys came back together yeah the, right uh,
2: even before that right i mean we i remember not feeling very well if we were ever separated you mm. know but i mean e- even from that point growing up With no father, not, I mean, I don't even have a memory of my father even giving me a hug or a kiss, just no presents, no birthday, no nothing, you know. So that, I believe, encased us basically because all we had was love for each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and teenage years, going to jail, going to prison, going, you know. Just being wild, and I just can't imagine how my mom felt or what she went through.
1: Would you consider yourself, because this is the other part of it is, so... I think, I can't remember how it all worked, but I think maybe Scott was the first one to come here, and then Ernie came, and then Ernie yeah. has told his story, you know, because yeah. Ernie was known as the, have you ever heard Ernie's story? Uh, no. Like, he was the guy in town that, like, if- That would, would walk
2: around and, and if, you, if you- beat the car out of people. Really? Like,
1: he was known as one of the biggest fighters in Huntington. Oh, wow. And then wow. he changed,
2: yeah, he he had a, an experience- in his bedroom, I believe. Right when he came
1: to know Jesus, but before that, Ernie was known as like this guy. Yeah, just he, go would, around, he, he wouldn't would mess wow. around. If right.
2: you said more than three words, you were getting kicked in the face. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not but,
1: just like. But punched, I mean, like, so what about yeah. you? So when you were in yeah. going through that, what what was your story through high school? And you said going to jail, uh-huh.
2: drugs, alcohol, all I mean, through high school. You could name the whole list. I've been there and done that.
0: Were you acting I, out because of certain things, like in your own life, like frustration? I or? don't know.
2: I I believe that it was because we, I mean, we didn't have a father to teach mm-hmm. us, you know, a, a woman's job is different than a man's job Right. as far as raising kids, I believe. Especially boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Four of
1: them. Yeah, that's what I mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, God, I mean, it's just. I I can't even believe I'm sitting here, you know. I should be dead.
1: Yeah, I know. When did it start? Like, did it start in middle school? Did it start in high school? Yeah,
2: through all through school. I mean,
1: elementary school? We were
2: mean kids, like just playing out mean. (laughs)
0: Because you're the
2: youngest of them all, right? I'm the oldest. Oh, I
0: thought you were the youngest
2: for some reason. Sean's the oldest. So Sean's you, the youngest. You guys, Sean's the youngest. You're I'm the, the oldest. oldest.
0: Did you guys yeah. used to use together and, like, do all those bad things together?
2: Not not so much Sean. Scott, not so much. Me and Ernie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, our house was known as the party house in Huntington.
1: Mm. Even in high school, though?
2: High school, all through high school. Right.
1: Yeah, so, what? So again, you went to high school. Did you go in jail high school?
2: Yeah, I've been in jail through high school. Oh, and wow. And then I quit. I think 11th grade got kicked out
1: rebellious. Kicked out of school. Yeah, rebellious
2: right. and then right. you know then then I was a thief i mm-hmm. I'd steal whatever I could get my fingers on just you know drugs, alcohol, no discipline. My mom can't, you know.
3: She no, can't right. follow
2: me around. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So I thought I was this, th- you know, doing what I was supposed to do, but I actually wasn't. Right. I got some trouble. Skip town. Well, met. let's go
1: back just for a second because, again, during that time, obviously, because I want to try to pull this all together. So, right. through your younger years and through your high school years, obviously, God wasn't present at that time.
2: No, not right. at like, all. This was not something not even, where, not we even were gonna, a thought.
1: Like, you didn't grow not, up in a church and decide to never.
2: Up. I mean, I, I never even really experienced anything. No church, no. Somebody telling me about the Lord,
1: nothing. Right, and that's why wow. that's why I think it's an amazing thing because mm-hmm. again, if you know you today, you know Ernie today. You knew Scott yeah. back then before he yeah. died. I mean, yeah. I don't know Sean really well, but yeah. I know that he street. needs to get to church. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But the point would be is if you look at him now from a spiritual standpoint, yeah, this is just that whole idea. Like they didn't grow up in it, mm-hmm. you know. But no, now, not at all. A, now, not from a all. spiritual standpoint,
2: Ernie, Ernie's the one that started it. He's the one that started when he got saved, he would walk through town and just preach to anybody he could find. If it, somebody stopped, "Hey, you need a ride?" they'd get in the car, they'd drop him off the next block. You know, right. you got to get out of here. So dude. how did
0: you feel about that when he started doing that?
1: Were you around? Yeah. Oh, okay. I a thought little you bit. I thought you'd a skip town. A little bit. I
2: knew these... I knew his Yeah. I knew he was doing it. You knew he was yeah. out evangelizing. Yeah, and I mean, he tried to shove it down my throat <laughs> several times. Right you know, and, but.
1: So when the, was that though? So again, give me, so you're in high school, you get 16, kicked out. 16, 17, wow. like So he got saved when he was in high school? I can remember. His At, oh, wow.
2: After, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I couldn't remember where he no, was. was no, he, he was still in school. Was he? was still
2: in school because we both got in trouble and got sent away.
1: Yeah. Sent Went away. To prison. Both of you got sent to prison? Yeah.
0: Was it big boy prison or the little kid prison?
1: Yeah, like, Prison. Oh, yeah, that sucks. For what?
0: Like
2: you, I mean, you're in a cell. Yeah. In a room. Yeah. What did for you the, get sent there for? For being a a heathen.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I can't I can't really laugh about it because I was bad. No, yeah, I know. But
1: I'm not laughing about. I'm laughing no, the way I, you I say it, it which is it. funny because it's just like, right? Uh, yeah. Let me wrap it all together. <laughs> let me yeah. just put all of this right. together. Right. I, was, I'm a I was lost
2: and now I am found. Yes, <laughs> right. right. Well, that's, yes. What,
0: that's what I think is funny about it because, like, looking at you today, you would never think that.
2: No, and I, I, for whatever reason, can fit in with any crowd. You know, I could. I could go in a high-dollar place. I could go in a slum and fit in. People communicate with me. They're not like, ooh, you know. Right. I just, I I mean, maybe it's a gift. Maybe it ain't, but.
1: Yeah, so let's get to you. So you're in high school. You get out of jail. Then you talked about earlier, like, you skipped town.
2: Yeah, I got in right. some more trouble. Right. Left town with a friend. Right. And uh, Ended up where? Nashville. Okay.
0: Did you get in trouble? So you were leaving for your yep. life? Yes, like powered, you were afraid. So I didn't
2: have to go back to jail.
0: Oh, so it was jail. You weren't running for your life.
2: No, no, okay. no nobody would ever. Okay. Try to kill me.
1: <laughs> 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 yes, because <laughs> you're the baddest man on the block, right?
2: Back then, probably. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what. So
1: yeah, again, yeah, that's what Ernie talks about too. That same yeah. concept. There ain't nobody. I back really then, wasn't. A, I wasn't
2: a fighter because nobody ever challenged me. They just knew. Uh,
1: it's crazy. Yeah. They'd...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does your shirt say? I'm one of those crazy people.
0: Oh, oh, Romans look at that. 1-16. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I am not 1-16. ashamed of the gospel. Right.
1: Yeah. So you skip town, you go to Nashville. What's going on in Nashville?
2: I, I uh, actually, when I so
1: went you're not there, saved yet. We then?
2: land. No. Oh no no, no. 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 Far from it. Right. <laughs> and and uh, so I, I lived in a campground for like six weeks in a pup tent. Wow. Working because Nashville was booming at the time, okay. there was work everywhere, so we poured concrete till we got enough money for my friend to bring his wife and kids, you know, find a house so they could come and we went out on our own and poured concrete. I mean I didn't even have a driver's license. Did you really? No, and that staying in that campground. And we had a little bit of money, so we went to uh, Opera Land one day, walk around, mm-hmm. ride a few rides. Mm-hmm. I'm like 18 years old, an outlaw. Right. So I thought. Yeah. Uh, met a couple of girls walking. She was holding a stuffed walrus. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk up to her. I was like, hey, can I have that walrus? Because I'm proud and yeah. I'm, I'm Todd Little, you know. Right. So she actually gives it to me. And then I see him following me, walking around. And then before we left, she comes up. She's like, yeah, I want that walrus back. I was like, well, I want a date. Ooh. So, yeah, come to find out, she's in a hard spot, staying with her sister at her parents' house, which is just a little under a quarter of a mile across the lake from where I'm staying in the campground on Old Hickory. And... uh, So I used to swim every (laughs) night, almost a quarter mile, just to go over there.
1: (laughs) No, you didn't. In the river?
2: Do my thing, across the lake. Oh. Do my thing. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, I I mean... Those were I defining times moments in your life. I don't really like to go into details no. about that. You I know you know what that <laughs> thing, <laughs> thing means. No, that was my point. It my just... thing producer junior, Todd <laughs> junior. And from uh, her? so, I, Really? I, yeah. that's where Todd junior came so, from? from. So yeah, every night, lady? every night for 6 weeks I'd swim back and forth across that thing which is one reason I'm lucky to be here cuz I could have died doing that. Right. So, thank you Guardian Angels. Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: and it you know, Junior you comes doing along. doing drugs and I, stuff?
2: I get married at 19 on my birthday. Wow. And then Junior comes along, and uh, me and her. Oh, so
1: you married the walrus girl?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Kelly. Wow. Her name's Kelly. It yeah, all started sorry. with the walrus. Sorry if you're watching, Kelly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you married Kelly?
2: Yeah, on my 19th birthday. Okay. Sean. Wow. My family came down. Sean was my best man. Baby blue tux, all the big big deal. I thought I was a Did big Did you have your
1: Stetson hat on then? No. Like- <laughs> so
2: uh, things didn't work out. I came back home. How long my, were you married? Tim? Turned myself in, spent four or five days in jail, and they let me out on my own recognizance is what they call it.
0: After so, four days in there?
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. What year was this? And
2: uh, I don't know. Uh, 55 from 19, I'm not good at math. <laughs>
0: <laughs> could you smoke in there then?
2: Yeah. Wow. You could yeah. Sm- you oh, mean? I heard could you stories about
0: that. that. Yeah. yeah. You could smoke you in You used to be able to smoke in jail.
1: Like smoke a cigarette? Yes. Yeah. Why is you can't smoke and a cigarette it, it in jail?
2: Is. No,
0: oh. no.
2: Many people that know when you're in jail, you run out of cigarettes, you take your butts and get the tobacco out. Take the first page out of the Bible, the leaf out of the Bible. Bible roll, yep, yeah, I've smoked, smoked a Bible cigarette.
1: too. Yep. <laughs> you hold the you yes. rolled stuff in the Bible. Yeah, not tobacco. So actually, but I got weed. a
2: taste of the Lord, but it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it didn't work. Oh, you that's know what great. I mean? I, I wasn't. You know, you didn't feel
0: guilty for that.
2: But I've read the Bible several times. It just never stuck. Now it it, it all starts. You know, it's starting to come back. Wait a second! I'm going to get lost. caught up. I've come back for so with so long. You?
1: No. No, she no, stayed that there. that was the end
2: of it, yeah. Okay, so
1: I didn't last very. her. And long. we
2: had our problem, like, I would drive six hours to go down there to see him, and she wouldn't even show up. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. So, yeah. How long right, was so the marriage? So
1: Junior down there? No, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, he, he ended up moving back up here with me. Right. It's been a while now, 10 years or whatever it Ten is. 10 years so.
1: since he's been back. It's oh, been wow. a while. Right.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: So was his she mom, in a mess too? His mom, yeah,
2: like she, you both were doing things she, together. Uh, not so much her. Okay. No. How long were you married I mean, for? I, I, you know, oh, uh, a couple of years. Wow. Just didn't didn't work out. She was. Kind of one of those crazy people too.
1: <laughs> well, she gave you her walrus. So <laughs> yeah, crazy, and so it didn't work out. Didn't work Come back out. Move back home. Go back. Go to jail. Short Get time. Out. Now you're back out. What's going on? Just back to the doing, same lifestyle.
2: Yeah, back right back. Not nah, didn't stop.
1: Yeah, but you never really told us about like the Nashville story of like you were a cowboy. Right. Cow, a concrete cowboy <laughs> right like you had I the had cowboy,
2: cowboy hat. boots cut off jeans a white triple x stetson hat and wow. thought i was somebody yeah. you
0: were living that dream yeah i i was i he thought was i thought yeah. i would
2: by the time i was 21 i would i could have been a millionaire with the big house on the hill with a white picket fence and horses in the barn right and that you know you and george Strait, todd the second <laughs> todd the third todd the fourth yeah t- let, you know, like yeah, like, you're gonna name all your kids yeah, Todd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That makes oh sense in the South. Yeah, yeah. Right, you just yeah. keep naming them. Yeah,
2: that's where Junior comes from. Because right. that's uh, hey Junior.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no wow. son, I love you. No, but again, you didn't you say that like you met famous people? Yeah, I've,
2: I've sat at a table just like this and drank tequila sunrises with George Strait and his wife, and they're yeah. millionaire main, main record producers in a place called the cockeyed camel
1: the cockeyed <laughs> the camel cockeyed camel
2: <laughs> okay. i have sat and drank with george Strait. that's cool so it's
1: like a
0: a bar
2: yeah oh, okay yeah. it's like a a bar with a stage oh, so okay, music yeah because oh, yeah. Yeah, i actually worked i was doing work for a guy that wrote like 10 15 number one hits for george Strait. Mm. his name's david chamberlain What's up, cowboy?
0: <laughs> Is everybody a cowboy down there?
2: Yeah, I mean, See, there's there's cool story all. after story after story. He, he he, like he, he, like he, he was like a weirdo. Who the David Chamberlain, oh, the one that it. wrote right? Like right. he would be at the kitchen table singing these songs, and then a week later, it's a number one hit by George Strait. Wow! Know? And uh, I mean, I used to work for Bill Monroe, the father of bluegrass music.
1: See, he was either. not
2: a kind man like people think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why people think he's you, nice? You didn't say, What's
2: up, yeah, cowboy? I know, He's no. nice at the Opry, but he ain't nice at home. Okay.
1: And you were doing all concrete work, stuff. So. Yeah. Okay.
2: Pouring concrete all over Nashville. Yeah. So, anyways. Laverne, yeah. Smyrna. Yeah. You're working for all the famous people down the, there. Yeah. Not, I worked for him, but it was not. No, I know. Day, day, the job is, after job. Yeah. What brought yeah. you back,
1: I guess? Divorce and just okay.
2: My buddy, he was lazy. If we, you know, we make right. three or four grand on the job, he'd want to lay around for a couple of weeks. Okay, instead yeah, of so going then you're to, just done, ready. Move I'm done, I'm coming home.
1: Right. So you get back home,
2: get divorced, turn yourself so in. She you don't want me to see my kid, you know, so, so you can't see Junior, right?
1: Right. So you come back to Huntington,
2: meet, right, meet another
1: gal. Okay, did you right away? Pretty close. Wow. Okay. And that's where you met Taryn, yeah, really right away when you got back, yeah. Is that a thing
0: that you like found yourself doing, like always in relationships?
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was known as the ladies' man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's the truth. I I mean like
0: needing somebody around. And he was the hot guy on the street. That too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's the cowboy. Yeah.
2: Ask and you shall receive thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just I don't think he
0: meant that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no right so you're back you meet tara yeah right she a christian at the we time we hang out
2: no no this no, so is neither no, one her, of you her, her right? dad's a full-blown mormon for 90 some years
1: right that's right
2: so right. but thank god she's not one of the
1: right but you so you guys get in a relationship
2: yep to get married Have that is yep got okay. married she's pregnant okay thought it was the right thing to do right
1: away like how soon had you been back
2: it wasn't that long. Okay. Wow! It wasn't that long within within a month.
1: Okay. Have Thaddeus.
2: Have Thaddeus. Right. Maybe it was longer than that. but anyway, Either we have way. we have Thaddeus. Right. Who is by the way a Jesus freak? Yes, yeah. he is. He can spit it out. Right. I talked to Ernie about it. I wish I could. I I know scripture, but I can't tell you verse. Right. And which. Or I mean it's not important to me. I'm on another path. Right.
1: But you know the I don't cool thing to is, is like, that. like that whole circle, right? So junior,
2: Thaddeus Mira, comes along.
1: Thaddeus, you today. Like today. Mm-hmm. Today. I mean on fire. Mm-hmm. On for Christ. Like, like all yes, like in, in yes. different ways I, in different stages, Thaddeus but was on fire. about
2: three years old, Victory Harvest Church. That's where I got saved, baptized. So you got you got saved when Thaddeus was around three years old. Okay and baptized okay. in the Holy Ghost. Right. Like, when I got baptized and come out of the water, I was speaking in tongues.
1: And so where was Tara at in all of this? She getting saved? She getting baptized? No. Are you guys together? No. No, Divorce. you're not together? No. Okay, so Thaddeus is three. We tried
2: to, but no.
1: Yeah, either way. No. So did you have, but then did you keep Thaddeus, Tara keep Thaddeus? I don't know.
2: Kind of, both, both of us. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah you
1: just... Co-parented together, and Mm. yeah. So you go up. How'd you end up in Victory Church? I know. How'd you end up in Victory Harvest? How'd you end up in church? Like you're talking about all this. right and and Ernie Ernie and one of my you know friends, Jim
2: Jim Wellauer. Okay, sunglasses. Don't worry. I know I'm not.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so they invite you to church. You get saved. Yeah. Right. So now talk about because here's where I think the interesting part of your journey is. So the whole part of the first part of your journey is, again. Right or wrong, you're in the camp of Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're just... Yeah, like, hey, how you doing today? Right. Yeah. You know? yeah, doing whatever yes. Yeah. whatever yes, you want to do. He had his full right. grip on me. Right, because we're saying you're either in one camp or the other. You're saying right. you're with
2: God. I got goosebumps. Look at that. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah, so, I mean, you're in this camp. You get to the place. Some decisions are made. Some things are happening. Yes, get... I get
2: saved, baptized.
1: But but let's look at this, time, because I think this is important, right? So we've been talking in this whole revelation right. series the idea that um everything's filtered through the hand of god like satan's still on a leash yes. right and that the angels have Some a plan. Somewhat of a leash yeah but the point is but we also have the angelic yes right that are working all things out for the good of those who believe who believe yes. right so in all of this this is what we got to believe and the reason i want to say this is this is an encouragement to people mm-hmm. right is is that you could run and you could run, but God, you can't hide. But the point is, is he? He was gonna. He was gonna keep you. He he kept there me. I dead, believe they were angels there protected me because still I should, keeping that stuff back because you should have been dead. If you want to go in into prison, the details of his life, should
2: have been dying in prison or
1: it's the same thing with dead Jenny, degree. right? So yeah. this, Jenny shared her story multiple different times, and I've said the same thing: is is that. Jenny, throughout of her life, made decisions, you know, that, that weren't the best decisions You need to be made. She gave herself over to, you to say falling into Satan. bad decisions. Right. But horrible. The, but the point <laughs> yeah. was is that God had a plan for her, and so yes. those angelic at the same time, because if you listen to her stories, they're no different. Like, how do you not die? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how yeah. do you not get to these places? Yeah, how did I OD, OD? How
2: did I, you know...
1: That's my point. Yeah. But bad this is that balance. That like, this is what and... we're trying to get people to see. There, There is satan but there also is the angelic right. yes, again you're going to experience is. some of those things but they're going to keep you from harm mm-hmm. right they're going to keep you from, i totally believe
2: right. that they did right that's right. why you, i'm sitting here today
1: right right and that's what we want people to see because i think this is the other interesting part so the other thing that we know is so you make a decision to get saved right and so you get saved you get saved in the spirit you come up speaking in tongues but i'm guessing this part just because i think this is a part of your story but it didn't go from like I'm on fire and then for the rest of no, your life no, stay totally, on fire No
2: totally not well right. I when I got saved it, it was for me mm-hmm. you know I'm going to get saved God you're going to give me what I want
3: mm-hmm. yeah which
2: was my wife back at the time and mm-hmm. that I did it, it was all wrong he's already spoke to me about it this but, time around Yeah
1: but the point is is that
2: I did it all wrong
1: yeah but either mm-hmm. like, I didn't
2: hear from God I, he didn't answer any of my prayers, so I thought you know just so I'm done backslid again for twenty plus years
1: yeah, but that was my point is is like I think the the reality is is that as soon as you did make a decision, say it's right or wrong. the point was is, is that
2: I did say I made the decision Satan to get saved. came yeah.
1: in and said, but I can make you ineffective for the next twenty years yeah. right. Uh, Plus,
2: 20-plus yeah. years. That was my point. Almost though. 30 years.
1: Right, and I think that's the point that people miss. Is yeah. Like, you think somehow, like, you're going to get saved, and then all of a sudden everything's yeah, going to be hunky-dory, e- and everything's going to yeah. be good. And... Or
2: some people think, oh, I'm going to have to give away all my stuff, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. but that's not the way. That's yeah, so not let's the talk- way
1: it works. Yeah, so let's talk about <laughs> the synopsis of those 20 years. Because I'm going to say, and I think I know you well enough to say, like, that I can say this, you know, because part of my prayers, so when I sat with Scott, so Scott worked for me, and when Scott and I used to pray for Thaddeus, yeah, part of what we prayed for him was to get out of your house. Mm. You know, because at the time, there was yeah. like... It Was happening in, yeah. I mean, I, I won't lie, I mean, I don't say that as we've bad, done, but my point was it's bad when
2: you're when a father is giving his kids drugs mm-hmm. so we can go and work and think,
1: you know. But I didn't mean that as a no, I'm not I trying didn't. to admonish you, I'm right. saying I, I, like, I get it, yeah. I'm just I get saying it. this is what we prayed for, like again, I didn't know you that well, right? We prayed a lot for Thaddeus, you know, Scott and I did because you know, Thaddeus Which was just gonna, he was had Thaddeus. a ripple effect. Right. Exactly. Because right. I'm here now. Right, back. that's my point. I'm you had to get now. one out. That's what I want people to see. Yeah. Like what I want people to see is, is that inside of all of this, you know, you get to that place and then Satan comes right back in, right? And and tries to, Harder. Out yeah. Yeah, to you know try stick. to kill me again. It's well, worse. What's the idea of so scripture's very clear, and we talked a little bit about this last week. So there's the, the person when it talks about the demonic. Right. right. The person that says, I'm gonna sweep my house clean.
2: Right. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: And then sweep my house clean. But because they didn't do anything to fill the house. Right. Yes. Seven times. They came back seven. That's so true. And the demonic came back sevenfold. Yeah. Especially when you know Jesus and then go back out there and turn against him. Right. And that's my point. That's what Jenny said. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can say it again. I don't know if people heard you. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. For me, every time I've relapsed or just like when I did was starting to get close with God and then went back out, it was always something worse happened. And I didn't think anything worse could happen from what just happened. Right.
1: Right. And I think that, and again, trying to pull you back the right way because I want people to see this. Because to me, you have to see the level of how Satan was trying to destroy you to see the victory. Yes. Right. Because now you're taking you who made a decision, right, Right. to to fall away to now having a son that's falling down your footsteps. Mm, Yeah. So now it's not only going to try to destroy you. I'm going to try to destroy your kid. Yeah. And I want people to see this. Like, I want people to understand that this wasn't... Yeah, it's he, he, It it's takes it real. personal. Right, like... It is real. The destruction that he was trying to get done with you, he's going to be like, now, you know, I'm going to take that and I'm going to carry it over and I'm going to use you to, to help destroy your son. Mm. Oh,
2: both my sons. Right. We were all in the same boat. Right,
1: right. And so the point is, is that through those 20 years, that was kind of this... You know, this wrestling going back and forth, like you knew the right thing. Like you knew, you knew, I knew, you knew where you needed to be, but somehow there was a grip, right? Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. A grip, right? Like, I mean, you to the point where you could almost feel the hold that Satan has on you, Mm -hmm. and you, you don't, you can't find the way to break free of that, right? So that, strong. I mean, the only way to do that is through the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. God's power, God's angels protecting you to the point of being patient enough to wait through all the stuff that you go through, and then, you know, you open that door, and there he is. Yeah. The
0: right. first time I went to rehab, this man came in. I don't know what he was, like what— he believed in, but, um, he was praying over everybody and he had asked me to come up there and he was like walking around me praying. And he had told me after he was done, he was like, I have, and I, he was like old, an older preacher. He was like, I have never felt as much of a presence of demonic and anyone else other like besides you. Really. And that was in my very beginning times of, I hadn't used for like six months at that point.
1: Right, but they could still feel the demonic presence. Yes.
0: Right. So to say that, like, every time I went back out, it just kept getting, like, ten times worse.
1: Right, right. And you feel like it's somewhat of the same way. Because for you, now, it turned into, it's not just me, it's my family. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, like, it's it's, my, it's my family now. It's yeah. Junior, it's Thaddeus, right. it's me. We're kind of all going yeah, down I mean, the if same.
2: If, if you look at all the people that have OD'd just in the last few years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been any one of us. Right.
1: Right, because what led us into it, too, is because Nelson and Thaddeus were friends.
2: Oh, they're more than friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then I'm talking
1: about when I was talking to Scott way right. back yeah. when, when Nelson yeah. was working for me and ended up in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, didn't show up for feeding one, one morning, yeah. and it's because he was got Locked arrested. Yeah. yeah, got arrested the yeah. night before. And so in that whole concept, that's why I'm saying, to me, The beauty of all of this story, and that's what I want people to see. I don't know that you know to the level of the grip that Satan had on your family. Like you and Mm -hmm. your your sons. I I do,
2: I do now.
1: Right. But I'm saying for people, people that look at you today, they're like, yeah, the guy, the guy up front that's on fire for Jesus. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like the people who people who are watching, right? Like, the reason that I want them to see this is not to bring condemnation on what happened no. with you. What I want them to see is is victory can come out of anything. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. that's the what i to help them see.
2: Total, total victory. Right. For giving people in my past, I mean, my father, I hated the man. Right. I, I mean, I, I haven't talked to him since I was, I don't even remember, like, when I was five years old. He was wow. gone. So, for me to be able to be in the position I'm at now to forgive mm, all yeah. those past hatreds yeah what you know that when I lived in Nashville, I came probably two days I went to rent a trailer that he actually moved out of two days before that and if I would have found him there, he would have been laying out back dead. I would have probably killed him right. That's right. how much hatred I had right wow. so.
1: Well, and again, like I've
2: forgiven him of all that. I'm I'm I don't even it's like, whatever, man. Yeah, I'm on a different road now.
0: That's amazing.
1: Well, but let's talk about how it works. Cause I think this is again, and what I'm trying to do, Todd, is help our listeners and our viewers Mm -hmm. understand how to how to work the battle, right? Like how to understand how to work through these things. Because what's interesting about your story is so Thaddeus, God speaks to Thaddeus oh yeah Thaddeus is sitting in his truck people who have listened to our podcast before you can go back and hear Thaddeus's testimony gives his life to Jesus and again it's like switch right it's it's just
2: like like turning on and off a light
1: fire Mm. Thaddeus gets baptized to light yeah that quick it's amazing you show up Tara shows up and it's like and
0: haven't been in church for how long
2: over 20 years yeah right Right. right? 25 years and Tara I've been in the church for birthday parties and stuff but that day that moment September
0: 19 17 whatever
2: date it was glory to God son right
0: again he's using them bad like using them in a different light to help you
2: yeah, <clears throat> I know. <clears throat> I I think my brother, my brothers, Ernie, I know, prayed for me all the time. <clears throat> but that day, that is I got baptized. The Holy Ghost fell on me, and set me on fire. I mean, on fire. It's like, what are you doing? Where have you been? You have a job to do. You know, I'm a, I'm the firstborn, so my inheritance is my brother Ernie, Scott, Sean, Thaddeus Jr., their wives, my mm-hmm. grandchildren, my mom, my mm-hmm. mom not so much, but yeah. the Ernie's children, their children, all of them, Caleb, Isaac, Mariah. That that's all my inheritance. So. I stand in intercession for them and fight against Satan's attacks, which he tries to make me think. Well, you, you know, you, you ain't nobody. What do you, you? It mm-hmm. doesn't work like that. And put stuff in your head. Tries to distract you. But I, for whatever reason, what happened to me when Thaddeus got baptized that day? I mean, his mom even got saved, which mm-hmm. I would have never thought. Ever
3: right yeah,
2: and it, which is a blessing to see her to see her now on fire for the Lord. But that moment when the Holy Ghost fell on me, I I totally transformed in an instant. You know, it, it it's hard to even explain what happened. You know, just well, the the power, the intensity, the. I mean, Holy Ghost fire. Right. Like, whew. right? where you been? What have you been doing? Right. You're way behind.
0: <laughs> Waking up. Yeah,
2: wake up.
1: <laughs> wake up, sleeper. Mm. But let's so make sure people understand this. And this is why I wanted to go through all of this, because I want people to understand um, the power of a testimony. Yeah. Okay, we said this 5,000 times on this podcast. I'm going to continue to say it 5,000 times. Yeah. The power of Thaddeus's testimony alone alone
3: mm-hmm.
1: has transformed the lives of people yes, because of a testimony. The right. testimony of Jesus is alive yes. and he's done and he's changing and he's doing. so if you're listening and you're out there and you're processing this, when we talked about it this week, those people were protected because of the blood of Jesus, mm-hmm. the words of their testimony, and because they didn't love their lives more than, right. you know, they love the world, right? Like, yep. they understood all of this, and they put it all together. And I don't think we people got to get out there and share their testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if people are afraid of it. Like, I don't have any problem. Just like I said Sunday, and I'm not sure if I exactly said it right, but, like, yeah, I'm cussing right. when I'm, you know, yeah. not ready to. Yeah. I mean, this is just the reality of my life. I mean, I make mistakes, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna be used and I'm gonna share my testimony. I'm gonna tell you how God's working, and I'm gonna tell you grace how Satan's is attacking. I'm gonna that's for sure. You know, and so what I wanted people to hear is I wanted to see this because the power of the testimony, then not only the power of the testimony, now the power of the acceptance of the Holy Ghost working inside of you. Mm-hmm. Because the part of your story, you know, again, I'm gonna share it. You can be mad at me if you want, but you know, so Scott, this is the other part of it. So Scott, yeah. you know, ends up passing away suddenly. You know, everybody's devastated. You know, it's not something anybody expected, you know, you know, in their lives. Big devastation to the family. We're at the funeral. Todd walks up to me. Todd's dad is there, you know, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, I feel like God's telling me I need to. I
2: need yeah, he's, he spoke directly to me. I right. need to forgive him. Right. Because, I, I mean, I don't know when I would have ever seen him again. That
1: day. That
2: day. That day. Ah, the, wow. Ah, oh my God. So, this is my. So uh, I, I want to share something so else too to because him? another pastor, I visited another church on Thursday, for a pastor, mm-hmm. Jim Splon. He mm-hmm. came to the funeral too. I, right. I talked to him.
0: What's up, Jim, if you're watching? And, uh, he,
2: <laughs> he told me the same thing to forgive my father. Tomorrow might not be. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I took him behind the. Black curtain.
1: <laughs> behind the curtain at chance. And you actually did something good? I don't know. Good.
2: I don't know if he thought I was going to choke him out. Or...
1: <laughs> but that was the point. So listen to me. People got to hear this. Yeah. However many years ago, you had taken him out back. and.
2: Oh, yeah. He wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would have killed him. Right. You're to planning
1: the, on it. To the That's... point where, the, like, just to, the, people got to get this. You got to understand the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm trying to get at. What I'm yeah. trying to get at is you got to understand when you let the power in. Took a man oh, who... Oh, man, again, when you let
2: the power that's in. That's my
1: point. When you let the power in, took a man who was headed in a path of destruction, leading his kids down a path of mm. destruction, yes. Yeah. At a place where he had no relationship with his father because of... It. And, the, and again, anybody that's been there, because this is where people are. Like, there's a lot of people... Your situation is really no different than Jenny's situation because in Jenny's situation, she has men who takes advantage of her, does things, there are a lot of people that have done things. I mean, we all have this, like, I could choke that person out. And we're like, how do you yeah. forgive those people? Like, how do you forgive those people?
2: I like, actually had a, a dream about my brother. And at the same time, I had a dream of uh, like big old chains, like anchor chains from a boat. Mm-hmm. And I seen them shattering, and at that time my father was on my mind, mm. and I shared it with my brother Ernie, and he he said, uh, "What does those chains represent? You know, for that boat, it anchors the boat. When those chains are broken, now I'm free." Right, and I I felt it. Right. I felt the forgiveness once I forgave him right. for my own salvation, not for him. Yeah, no, mm-hmm.
1: right, right.
2: Because, I mean, I don't necessarily have to talk to him or, no. or I, I mean, I, I don't know whether me not loving him like I should is a sin. If it is, forgive me, Lord.
1: Well, but again, I mean, this to say for what it is. You were yeah. obedient. God told you to go forgive him. You didn't. Yeah, you're did. You're not in charge of the rest. I did, right. and That's I, I've
2: been released from right. that. I You're not I've, in charge of the rest. Yeah. Of, did I do
1: it right? You, yeah. The, the key of what you're doing today, and I think this is where we need to, like, move into this story because now we're at a place where, all right, you came, you saw your son get baptized, Holy Ghost, boom, falls on you. I mean, and now here's here's what's cool, like. God tells you to do something mm-hmm. you're listening right oh yeah
2: I hear right He like before when I first got saved I, I didn't hear I didn't hear from God right I didn't listen i now I hear him
1: that's what I mean you're hearing all the time
2: oh yeah ever like tch, I, like <laughs> I, to the point where I thought I was crazy. Right. So I would have to, I mean, I'd communicate with my brother and, hey, man, because Ernie's got more wisdom than I do. He's been at it longer. Like, no, you're not crazy. Just go with it, man. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I mean, like, on the way home from work, Junior listens to the radio still. I don't care too much for it, but. I like worship music. <laughs> and Corinne, we need more of it. Like, oh, no. Like four songs before service, a couple after, maybe a spontaneous one. Hey, she one. gave you one more
0: song. But,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. The, just the, I don't know, it's it's amazing. Yeah. I love it.
1: Well, and again, at, On the way home,
2: was... like at a certain time, we leave because Junior has to pick up Emmett yeah. from the babysitter. Right. So... At that time, we're listening to the radio. I change the words to the music to glorify God. Yeah, and He speaks to me like as soon as I start, He starts speaking. Right. At the same time, every day. Right. It's. I mean, that might sound weird to most people, but hey, I.
1: We can't worry about them.
2: I don't have a choice but to listen, and I do.
1: Well, but again, I think, Todd, this is important. It gives me prophetic. That's my point. So part of your gifting, yes. right, from, like, I, you've been through all of this. You know, you, you allowed the Holy Spirit to work. And so part of the gifting that God has given you through all of this is, my young man will see visions and dream mm-hmm. dreams. Like, that scripture and I do. says that. And so I, you're seeing it, and you're not only seeing it, you're, you're telling people.
2: Yeah, I write it down and right. wait for the moment to... Right.
1: That's get, so it, neat. get it to him. Right.
2: It started first, I think, with Mariah, Ernie's daughter. Right. I had a prophetic word for her that she was going to see because she's on fire like I am. She's right. a freak right. for the Lord. Right. And me and her have kind of the same Holy Ghost fire thing going on. Right. So I think that's why the Lord spoke to me about her first, about her being able to see in the spirit realm, see angelic yeah. things because of her faithfulness
1: and right. worship
2: to the Lord. Right. And I wrote it all down. I couldn't get to her because she lives yeah in a villa. Mm-hmm. So it took about seven days, about a week. And she finally came into town, made a decision. So we met up at Ernie's house. Isaac's there playing the guitar. I mean, if you want to feel a powerful anointing go visit my brother ernie's house he's got a he's got a little garden shed he's got a little garden shed where the holy ghost i think sleeps why you go is
0: that where you go in the garden shed
2: i love it dude i mean i anyway his daughter went to church and she actually seen angels at church wow like with Wings uh-huh. and gold dust falling on people. Uh,
0: what does the gold dust mean? What does it mean? It means something. I was trying to figure that out. It means something.
2: I don't know. But do you
0: know what it means? Then
2: no. like is it not true? I, I for think, the most part I get prophetic I know, word for yeah. the family. I don't know if it's because when my brother Scott passed. Right. And I I think <sighs> I thank God that I got to spend a few Sundays in church Mm -hmm. with him before he passed. And I believe, I believe God brought me back to intercede for my family and have prophetic word for them to help them build their faith and make them stronger and to know that someone will stand by their side. And kneel before God in prayer for them. And I will not quit, I will not stop, I will not waver, I will not fail.
1: Right. Yeah, I can know personally in talking to Scott there was no greater gift than to see his brother back in church. Yeah. Because it's something that hurt him for years. And the way like, I because the, the way I family, feel, I mean my
2: family don't even know the way the way I feel is like He's like, yes, now I can go home. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because most of most of my family saved. Right. You know. Right. And the ones that aren't, you don't have a choice. <laughs>
1: right. But I think again, for Scott, that was the one thing. Is if you talk to him, I mean, it's like Thaddeus. having family together to worship and seeing all of this come together. Seeing his son move into where he was at, and seeing Thaddeus and seeing Todd. I mean, again. Yeah, there was no greater celebration on this earth yeah. than being able to see his family together. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, so uh, let's kind of carry over into how we doing on time, Dan. well, uh, 13 minutes. Okay. So let's buy <laughs> <laughs> so fast. Yeah, yep. so let's do we have questions? Yes, today? we do. Okay. Yes, so if we, we got do. them, Nick will get him ready. But here's what I want to do real quick, Todd, is that and Jenny too. <clears throat> Cause here's what's funny. So you remember last week how we talked about like how Satan attacks and what mm-hmm. we should do. And yeah. So one of the things I think we need to be aware of, I think, you know, this whole thing that's happening is, is that, one, we saw, you know, a great testimony of your life of how you can come from anything, yeah, anything, filled by the Spirit, and you anywhere can changed. But at the same time, we also saw part of the story saying, and you can make that decision to jump out there, and Satan can become relentless and not only try he's, to steal you, but try to Destroy the family. And so now we're, we're circling back. We're going through the book of Revelation. I think we're pressing into some like deep stuff. Yeah. I yeah. And I think yeah. we're getting to some places. I mean, Nelson Rich came up to me afterwards, the message. He's like, You preach messages like that. Somebody better be praying for you. Mm, yeah. You know, Trust
2: because, me, Pastor. I pray for you. Yeah, I, mean, that's I, what I mean, I right? even shared with you on Easter Friday about the yeah. vision and the dream I had right. for you.
1: Right. And that's my point is, is that. We also have to be aware of the same thing that you're saying. And you even said it, you know, we're believing this. Like, this is what Live Church is believing. We believe that this podcast is anointed. We believe that
2: oh, it's, it's divine.
1: And we believe that God is using it to change yes. the lives of people. Yes. And so he's going to do anything, first of all, to derail the people that are on here. Right? So there, there's, yeah. a, personal, he, he there's tried, a personal vendetta. He tried for
2: two days to derail me. That's he, my point. Not even an hour before I was supposed to be here, he tried to derail me.
1: Right. Right, and that's what I want people to see. Like, I want yeah. people to see is that if you're going to get into the battle mm-hmm. and you're going to be a part of this journey, you are going to get to this place of you're going to face you're resistance. Gonna, you're like, going to get attacked. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you're going to face yeah. resistance. And so what do we do, really? And we so We speak the word of Jesus. Right, so that's what we <laughs> talked about this week is also understand, though, don't live in a life of defeat because greater is he who is in mm-hmm. you,
2: yeah, more the, in the angelic
1: world. than he, there is the demonic. And so I want to end with, like, Maybe speak to that a little bit. Maybe speak of your own. Because I, I mean, here's what's funny. I told Jenny this last week. So last week I said, you know, Satan doesn't really attack my mind, you know, ever. He does. Did that he, happen? He so I get down mind. after, well, it didn't with me ever. Like it's always about other people. So I get down after church Sunday and I'm like, hmm. I, I mean, it was bad. Like, I'm, really? Yeah, it was like terrible. Like, why do you do this? This isn't working. People aren't, you know, you know, I don't wow. even know why you're going down this road. Then it started into this whole journey of like, you know what you really need to know. And I'm, i mean it kind of feel funny sharing this, but like this is this journey all night Sunday, all day Mondays like I don't know why you do any of it because you're not good at any of it. Mm. You're not good as a father, you're not good as a husband you know, weren't good as a husband, you're not gonna be good as a future husband, you're you're trying to be a grandpa, you're you're doing a wow. crappy job of doing that. Same, it's just like this same weird, attacks I get. Weird. And I'm like what is going on? After like, you just is, said it, what am, what is happening? Because I'm like I'm journaling it, and I'm sitting there thinking, but Why all of a sudden am I at this place? And so my point just is, is that I think Satan has moved up um, his aggression. Oh on, yeah, he it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The stepped it up. On Life Church and the people of Life Church who are trying to get this figured out. Because I think pressing into this whole Revelation series has stirred up. Yeah. Uh, yes stirred up. oh it's yeah stuff yeah. stirred it up in two ways and this is what i want to see i want to yeah stir it up like satan you can get it you know you can try but the point yeah. is what we want to stir up is a, a movement of faith mm-hmm. a movement yeah. of an anointing a movement of seeing god work and so how do we work through those things how do we move from the place of attack to the place of victory how do we do and maybe some personal things that we can continue to share with people and i you know i'm going to just continue to say like i want to i mean part of me sharing like that i had those thoughts in my mind was hard for me because right i mean it seems like weakness just now yeah like saying those things seems like
2: weakness i've i've felt that i maybe it's our holy ghost trying to communicate and yeah. Tell me that I need to pray a little differently for you.
1: Yeah, because it's not mm. like I see it as a sign of weakness, you know. When I, I
2: mean, I consider you my pastor. I, I will definitely get on my knees and pray for you.
1: Yeah, so I think that is a perfect example. So I think for us as believers, one of the things we need to be aware of is that part of our responsibility is to intercede for those <laughs> right. who, you know, that, that are around, intercede I, for those who are... Are in the battle because that's part of our job. Mm-hmm. By name, yep. we need to be like, I'm praying for Jenny. I'm praying, you know, for Todd. I'm praying for Dan. Like, I like I'm, I like
2: specifics just because of that's how I am. People say, "Oh, I need prayer." Well, what do you need prayer for? No, right, like I, you know, I I I can pray for you, but I want to, you know, yeah. If I lay hands on you, I want to know what I'm casting out and rebuking. Right,
3: mm-hmm. that, right.
2: That's I'm hands on. Holy (laughs) Ghost-filled, I will touch you with my
1: hands. (laughs) (laughs) But, again, I think we need to remember, it's not too many times we look at what you're doing as abnormal. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, what is
1: going on? The guy's, like, abnormal. What I'm saying is is that it needs to become more part of the normal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A young
1: man will see visions. Mm -hmm. They will dream dreams. They will pray over and they will prophesy. They will do more than Jesus ever did on this earth like well, that's what we're praying Dude, for right you like, brought that up yeah I mean that's what we're
2: we praying for. we are I mean he even said that we should do greater things than him
1: right,
2: right. I believe that I, I believe that we should if we pray for somebody they, they'll be healed or you know broken anything right That even greater than what he did right I mean I, I believe that and it I don't know what the reason is, why it doesn't manifest like it should, is it people's faith, whatever. But like you preached one time about you do what you're supposed to do if God tells you to pray for somebody, whether they get healed or not, mm-hmm. you yeah. are supposed to do what, yeah. Yeah. Right. Get so out there I, and get it done. I practice that. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if it was every time, like you'd be God in a sense.
2: Yeah.
1: And you wouldn't need faith.
2: Right, and uh, I mean, it, people want right away. Sometimes you gotta wait on the Lord.
1: Right, right. Okay, so let's get into questions, Dace. We got questions. questions. So, what do we got today? Probably Todd. Oh no, I think we have none. three. No, there's three. We three. Three have three. that crazy guy. Okay, here we go. All right,
2: first question is for Todd, and Ooh. this is from Karen. She says, "Have you ever talked to any believer who doesn't think that there's an actual, literal Satan and
1: demons?" Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever encountered anybody that was like, oh, Satan isn't real? Are
0: like, you sure that wasn't for Mike?
1: No. Yeah, either way. I, think keep, I got another one for Satan Mike. Satan is yeah, isn't not real. Yeah, I mean, do you do you run into people who are like, when you talk about the demonic and when you talk about the angelic, it's like, not real.
0: I oh, like when you, like, testify to them and tell them about Jesus.
2: No. I can't say that I have. I mean, most of the people I know or talk to or they know there's a God and they know there's a Satan.
1: Yeah, they just haven't again they but they're not I
2: mean they, they just, don't yeah, they identify, but they I mean they're not Christian or Catholic or what just normal
1: Right. Yeah. So they would identify people people, but conversation. They yeah, they yeah, would but they're just not choosing one yeah, way or the they, other. I
2: mean they I have never had anybody oh I, I serve God or I serve Satan or
1: Right. I, mm-hmm.
2: I've never ran that. Right. Into that situation, sorry.
1: Well, yeah, no, not sorry. I the think majority of
0: TikTok b- doesn't believe in either.
1: Doesn't well, believe in either.
0: Either, yeah. Like either God or Satan. Right, right.
1: Yeah. And I've always said this, like, and I'm gonna say this, maybe you can put this on TikTok because this is crazy. It just shows the ignorance of people. Oh gosh. Right. And here's their ignorance, right? Yeah. It's true. Put this out there because I'm telling you that this is what you can't and I say this to Isaac. So Isaac's doing a Bible study, Mm -hmm. starting point Bible study, right? And so people in that Bible study are struggling with this idea of like, well, you know, this is what it says, but, you know, I don't know if I can really believe it, blah, blah. I said, okay, you know the first thing that we need to establish? The first thing we need to establish is if you're going to believe any bit of history, okay, any bit of history, Yeah. And you're going to actually intellectually, because all of these people that are on there act like they're intellectuals, you know, like I really know because there can't be a God and there can't be because I'm so smart. If you had any brains at all, intellectually study anything, then go back and find the most historically proven book in all of history. Mm -hmm. What is it? The Bible, the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, do your research. That's why I say it's ignorance. Because if you're going to sit there and read history books and believe them, exactly, and you're going to believe what they say, but right. then you're going to read the Bible and say, "Well, there's nothing inside of the Bible." That's ignorance, right? And I'm saying it in the nicest is. way what? possible, you're being ignorant because <laughs> right. I'm just saying, is yeah. it not true? No, I've because no, yeah. ignorance is just like you're not. You're going to ignore the truth mm-hmm. because you don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. That's what ignorance is. Right. Like You're just going to ignore it because you don't want to deal with it. Actually, intellectually Why go nice. back, read the case for Christ. It's a it's a book that you could go back and you could read. There's a guy who's trying to disprove yeah. Christianity, ends up coming to know Jesus because yeah. after he actually all, looks at the facts.
2: Several of them when you look that. at the facts,
1: you know, yep. it's Josh McDowell's book book, The Evidence that demands a verdict. Mm-hmm. You, you read that. It intellectually, that's all I'm challenging him to do. Intellectually study like you study anything else, right? Intellectually go back. Then come back with an intellectual argument that would say the reason that I don't believe in God, right. or the reason I don't believe in the devil, is not because well, cultural culture says there can't be this, or you should believe in Santa Claus. Those are stupid comments. Yeah, like intellectually come back and say, oh, you know what? I actually did my studying and actually did this, and and intellectually I disagree with mm-hmm. you, but at the end of the day, at least I did my homework. You know, right. that's all I'm trying to say is for people that. Are out there spewing things that don't make sense, come back with something mm-hmm. that actually has some backing. With it. Random things. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so Karen, a uh, question for Mike. Kind of, you kind of talked on it, but it says, when you mentioned in your sermon that people have been pushing back, that Satan is real, mm-hmm. are these believers that are saying this or call themselves Christians? Mm-hmm. She wants to know.
1: Yes yeah, so or no, I would say that there's twofold. So one has been, you know, via... Jenny telling me what's happening on social media. Mm-hmm. So there have been some people that would push back that I don't think that they're a believer one way or the other. I don't. Th- I think they're somewhat in the atheist camp. Like, I yes. don't really believe that there's a higher power. And because you don't believe in a higher power, then we don't believe in and what Satan is. And so I'll just throw out to that group, right? So to that group, the other thing that I would ask is then, where does evil come from? Mm. Yeah. Right, so if you, how do you describe somebody who could go out then and do the things that are happening. Do they just, culture makes them evil? I mean, Mm -hmm. video games make them evil. Like, I I think you got to start looking at where that, if you're not going to believe in any higher being of anything happening, then how does all of this stuff happen, you know, in that? Right. And there have been some believers who would say, I think you're going off a little bit too much into the supernatural. Like, they would say, It's not that we don't believe that there is a literal Satan, but I think you're giving him too much credit for what's going on in the world. So I think that would be the other camp is that the other camp would push back and say, can we just get back to, do you have any messages on how for me to not be angry? Mm. Or do you have any messages on me to have, you know, something that's topical that makes sense. And so I think when you deal with the supernatural and you start sharing supernatural stories, I think there are just people that are gonna struggle to to open their mm-hmm. eyes to those types of things because again, if you do, it changes your perspective. Yeah. So I think it's the both end. Okay. So last question. This is from Jennifer. This is for Todd. Says
2: what was the craziest thing that you've done now that you look back when you're older, that you can really tell that there was angels protecting you, like is there something you can specifically talk mm, that's about? That's actually and say a good one. That is a look back, say, there was definitely angels there protecting me. <laughs> There's a lot.
1: Like,
0: Define one. Just reach back to one. <sighs> do you need time to think?
1: No, he can spew stuff uh, like that's this. That's true. I mean, um, this guy's got I'm trying to, to cuss. I'm
2: trying to pick a good one.
1: I know, it's hard where, to pick just like one.
2: Where do I leave angels Watched over me, basically, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you said
1: part of it was swimming across I, the lake that yeah, you did I mean, end up I, dying. I,
2: I mean, if you swim like I swam every night, that far, it cramp up, drown. Right. You talked uh, about
1: drug use. Yeah. Like you've fighting, used most of it. Could have OD'd. I, right.
2: did, I think from the time that I was a little child, I mean, maybe even my grandmother prayed for me. Mm-hmm. It, I just... I can tell that I had angels protected me just from the experiences I've had that, I I mean, I should be dead mm-hmm. or, right? you know. Right.
1: Yeah, and in, again, because you talked prison. about the number of drugs that you've done, the type of drugs that you've yeah,
2: done. I mean, again, a
1: perfect example is everybody has said this, like I don't follow this as much, but how many people are overdosing because there's fentanyl and heroin Mm -hmm. i mean jenny's the same story right like i mean how do you stay alive when a lot of people one time gone?
2: only by the grace of god because he has a purpose right yeah right i mean
1: i mean look at parker i mean he's the same example
2: but there are people that that die right you know what what was that what was their purpose
1: you mean so they didn't have a protector? I mean that's a great question. Yeah, so I know you're that's saying, hard. Like, yeah. People that have OD, if they're not, do they not have an angel protecting them? Yeah. You know, is
2: that if is, they if they knew about God mm-hmm. but didn't actually serve Him?
0: Or what if they did and they, they did serve Him? Like, yeah, that's I mean, questionable too.
2: You could go deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I think Parker's a perfect exactly. example of Parker that's, yeah. I mean, the kid who's coming back on, he's on fire for Christ, yeah. and the yeah. next thing you know, I think that's a Lacey Primer story. It's the story of here's a girl that went out of the occult, she's going on fire for Jesus, the humans yeah. come back, yeah, and it just overcomes. I mean, I just again there's this reality. This isn't a question whether Parker was saved or Lacey was saved. It's just that's this is what I don't get. Like, this is what I mean. How do you explain that then? Like, if you're not gonna talk about the supernatural, how do you explain? Those types yeah. of things. Because Parker, again, on fire for Jesus, mm-hmm. posting stuff about on going down that road and then the next thing you know, yeah. I mean, if his friends just would have stayed with him, his yeah. friends just would have been around, like, those things wouldn't have happened. But at the end of the day, the demonic yeah. can come back and affect the physical realm. It can. Mm-hmm. Cannot take Parker's salvation and his experience and, and and being ushered in by the angels into heaven, but the demonic can they affect can. the physical realm. Quick, they too. Can. Quick. They like can. he was on
0: fire and then immediately. Right. like yeah. And I know that personally, like how that is. And
2: I, I kind of worry about that, too. You know, being on fire again. Right. When's my time?
1: Right. You just got to keep watch. Right. Well, and I think that's what we're trying to say to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the reason we're trying to open up this idea of the spiritual realm. Like, you need to you need to be aware because it could have just been, like, just use an example for me. So I get done Sunday. It could have just been, well, I'm kind of tired. I've been watching Hadley and, you know, my granddaughter. Yeah. And so I'm kind of feeling down and maybe I'm a little bit depressed, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, not, how about just say for what it is, like, When you're speaking these kinds of things, just so you know, you have stirred up the enemy. Mm -hmm. When you just told everybody out here that he's defeated and the angels are coming... And greater is he who is in you, more angelic are out there than there are demonic. And if you stand on the side of victory and you do all those things, when you stir it up and Mm -hmm. then you're just going to be like, oh, I must just be having a bad day. Or you can just identify it for what it is. Satan is kind of trying to take down those who speak against him. Those Mm -hmm. who are going to try to bring light to darkness. Those who are going to walk into a room and say, the room is dark, here's the light. Right? Yeah. Like, he's going to try to snuff yeah. it out, and he's going to yeah. try to do, and that's what all of us are doing, right? We're all trying to do that in our own ways. Mm-hmm. We're trying to bring light into a dark world. And when you do that, you have to understand you better be on your guard. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You yeah. know, and you, you better understand you better be, what's coming. better be prayed up.
1: Right, and we better be praying for each other. I mean, right. that's yeah. the thing that you, that's you brought a, up. That's what that's we all a, should be like. Mm-hmm. We should be aware. Necessity. We should be praying for. It. We, You know what? Here's the other thing. Check on your friends. Yeah. yeah.
2: Call yeah. them, hey, how you doing?
1: Check in you on need them.
2: prayer for anything? Yeah, don't be like. Uh, most of my friends will say no, but.
1: That doesn't matter. Still pray it for matter. them. doesn't like, right. matter. As yeah. a church, are you checking in with people? Yeah. Are you going to those people? Are you listening to God in the morning? And if you bring somebody to mind, are you walking over to them say, you know what? I don't want this to sound funny, but you were brought to mind. And it could be whatever it is, but you yeah. were brought to mind. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just like the time that, you know, well, when time. we were a men's group and, <sighs> you know, God said, go out and. Pay for Ted Trout. Like the man you did you said pray for he a man? He didn't say the next thing you know, it was like that. No guy details. And that guy you yeah. end up praying for
2: him. Most of my prophetic word or whatever people wanna call it, I call it prophetic because it's straight from God, which is prophetic for yeah. me.
1: Right. But
2: I had word that there was somebody in a men's group that needed prayed for.
1: Yeah, so he shows up at men's group. I hadn't been there. I, yeah, I ca- he told me. I called my brother. I, call <laughs> yeah, my, I called wild. Ernie. I
2: was like, "Hey, I, I heard from God again, man." He's like, "Well, what's going on?" I was like, "I was like, prayed somebody in the men's group needs prayers." Like, "Well, <laughs> I'm going to men's group tonight." There's a men's group. I was like, "Really?" He said, "You want to go?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So I go out there and I sit. And me and Ernie are discussing it you know what I was no. I was so I mean I was so caught up in it thinking that somebody was gonna get healed and but I didn't know who because right. he doesn't yeah he didn't tell me a name right and it that, that at that moment'm like man so I just sat around in the men's group looking at people like, <laughs>
0: They were so out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who is this
1: new guy? Imagine Todd there's, just looking around I, 45 I, guys. No. No, one no, time. no,
2: You're mistaken. Pastor. There were more? Mistaken? I counted every one of them and without including me, and there was 50. Okay. Wow. So I'm looking at these guys, guys. 50, which one? They're like wow. them, <laughs> looking them over. You we know, know who and, we're gonna pray oh, for next. So. It, I thought it was I thought it was somebody. That but it wasn't right. Ended up
1: the point is it's just amazing yeah. and this is what we It'll should be, be doing. Like so listen, open
2: your eyes. Open so ears. Mr. Trout, I appreciate <laughs> you letting
1: me pray for more Holy Ghost power over you. Yeah. But that see, that's what I'm trying to say. Is like, listen, we gotta be you know, we gotta be intercessors, we mm-hmm. gotta be praying. Have Again, to be. You need to be checking on your husband, you need to check on your wife, you need that, to check on your kids. To me, you need that, to check on your friends, you need to check on your team, you need to, you know that we intercessing need to be
2: there. Prayer. Standing in the gap for people, get it gives me healing because right? Right. I'm not in good shape, but I might look like it, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I can still fight. Yeah. We don't want you fighting. No, the, I no. can Oh, right mentally, fight, okay, right okay. There, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Because remember, and I want to just leave it with that
2: this because builds my faith too. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, I. Yeah. yeah, so let's leave it at this. It helps a, me resist my flesh. The more you resist your flesh, the more blessings you get from heaven. Right. So resist. Right.
1: Yeah, and so let's let's talk about this because I would say this right now is we know that through the testimony of today, even, mm-hmm. right, through the testimony of what's talked about today, is you're stirring it up, like you're stirring the pot. We know that yeah. th- that Satan from that place, you know, is on the attack. He watches. He understands. He sees. He sees your weaknesses. He's oh make, yeah, and one he of he knows things, us
2: better than we know ourselves. I think
1: right. And so the one of the things he does. We talked about it last week. We're going to talk about it again. Is as soon as you start getting it, the the first thing that we do is retreat to isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like we don't want to tell anybody. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to go in those places. So I'm just going to give a sense of. I want to give some encouragement. So if you're feeling attacked, and and you feel like you want to. You want to isolate, right? Like, resist isolation.
2: Yeah. Like, resist isolation. As hard as you
1: can. As hard as you can. And if you are somebody out there who has friends, check on them because you never know when they're trying to resist isolation. And they just need somebody to talk to. They just need somebody to talk to. Hey,
2: oh, boy, he's dead now. Yeah. You know?
1: That's my point, though. Right. It's like... Be aware of the Holy Spirit. Like, if it says, hey, talk to Jenny, talk to Todd, talk to Nick, talk to Dave. Even, like if, even
2: if it takes you out of your way, you got to yeah. not do something that you were going to do. Right. Stop by, talk to them, call them. Right.
1: Yeah, just because we know that that voice could bring a person out of isolation. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. could save could their, their life. Away. Right, that's what I'm saying.
2: Save their life. Right,
1: could bring them out of a place where... Yeah, where Satan just tries to move him into a hole yep. and be like, you're not getting up, you're not getting up. He does yeah. it to so many. Yeah. Yeah, so our encouragement from the roundtable, from all of us is, first of all, thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for continuing to share your story. Like, it's yeah. not yeah. just I'm not just sharing it on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, you're sharing it on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. You're sharing it, you know, in the lives of people. Thank you for your intercessory prayer for not only me, but the people of this church yeah. and the things that are going on. We're going to continue to pray that, you know, God keeps enlightening us and keeps bringing the fire. And every Sunday we want to keep seeing God work and we want to see all those things out there. But as a church and as a podcast audience, I mean, I'll just say it like we need to be praying for each other. Mm -hmm. Like we need to be on guard and you need to be checking on your friends and you need to be interceding on their behalf. And by name, like this is not just like, hey, I'm going to pray over the church. No, ask God who needs to be prayed for by name, pray Mm -hmm. for by name. Yeah, approach them say, like, I'm praying for you, like, God put you on my, yeah. Heart. The, and, the,
2: and I would like to say, that as a church, we should pray for our pastor
1: mm-hmm.
2: for protection, yeah. healing, yeah, Holy Ghost power, right? Because you are doing the right
1: thing, mm-hmm. brother. Stir in the pot, stir it absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me a stick, yeah. Let's stir it together, yeah. Let's stir it together. And so, here's what we're going to be again. So one of the things that we know is, is that out of persecution comes, right? Revival. Right. Right. So we know persecution has and is coming when you start stirring the pot, but out of persecution, if we take it the right way, if we're checking on our friends, if we're doing the right thing, we don't need to look at it as like, Oh, we're stuck. We're mm-hmm. saying revivals. We're on the cusp of revival. We're on the cusp of God using this church and the people of this church and this community to change things. And so, as a church, you know part of that being inside of persecution is being on our knees and praying and interceding and knowing right. that there's an enemy. And right. when we do that, revival naturally happens. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when yeah. you're doing those things, when you're calling on the Holy Spirit to work, when you're walking in obedience, when you're listening to everything that He says, yeah, I mean, revival happens, right? Like it happens. <laughs> so we're praying yeah, it for does. that. Pray, the praying. It breaks for out. Our audience. Be praying for people, Mm -hmm. listen to the Holy Spirit, do what he says, be on guard, you know, uh, be prepared for the enemy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, then we want to see God glorified through, Mm -hmm. you know, the revival that happens. So anything you want to add as we end today?
2: Oh, no, just pray. Yeah. Be faithful.
1: Good. Jenny?
0: Consider it pure joy when you come through trials because that's how you know
1: you're close to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. well, that's what Kay. I think of. Well, thank you. No, you phone number. T- phone number. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Oh, I forgot. Way to go, Jenny. Yep,
0: we need the phone number. Okay. Is it up there? Oh, look, he was ready. I know.
1: He's, they're <laughs> always ready. Look at him over
0: there. All right, so we want you to text us. I don't know, not regularly. Well, that would be nice. We're going to get there eventually. Yeah. But we want you, we have questions, like you just heard. We have people answer questions or ask us questions. We want comments if you want to be a guest, if you know somebody wants to be a guest,
1: Go ahead and text us. Yeah. Yeah, good. And again, if it's something like, hey, if you want to share your story to us, like be praying for me about, like we'd love to be like as a, we want to bring it out. Like if you want us to bring it out on the podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, have our audience, you know, be able to pray for you. We'd love for those things to happen. Anything. Yeah. All right. So thanks everybody for joining us this week on The Roundtable. We look forward to seeing you guys again next week.
0: Bye.